Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Comparing Notes, where we deep dive into product releases featured in our release notes and the practical ways customers can leverage them. This is the place to get the why, how, and what's next when it comes to new product features. Chris Sternberg, our very first guest on Comparing Notes, is returning today to talk about V155. Chris is one of our product managers on the R&D team and is just continuing to kill it here at Logic Monitor. It's nice to have you back on the show, Chris. How have you been? I've been well. Uh, thanks, Zach. I'm glad to be back. Um, I think I've had a birthday since the last time, and um, I think I mentioned one of my hobbies was cars and motorcycles. So <laughs> I have added another motorcycle and another car to my uh, to my uh, growing collection of projects. <laughs> well, happy belated birthday! Oh, thank you very much. I want to jump right in and talk about release notes V one five five. There's a lot to unpack in these release notes, uh, like LMAPM, unbalanced service detection. So could you just give our listeners an overview of what was added? Sure. Um, so for um, APM, um, where that is right now is essentially in a limited availability. So all three aspects of LMAP, LMAPM, which is the, the tracing and spans, push metrics API, as well as the open metrics uh, data source wizard, those are all now available in production, um, but by limited availability, um, we are still picking and choosing the customers that um, we want to uh, implement those features with, because um, they're you know a lot of this is um, very new for us and for some of our customers as well, especially uh, the tracing side of things, and you know just working with uh, different teams is going to be much more you know developer focused. And so that limited availability just allows us to work very closely with the customers in the onboarding. Uh, if needed, get our Tiger team behind that who are you know, all um, uh, have expertise in these areas to help our, our customers implement uh, these features. And then you know, at the, uh, after about Q3, we're gonna do the full launch and announcements about you know, these features, make them available to everyone and include you know, all the marketing materials, pricing, and all that stuff that goes along with it. Um, you know, we're, we're continuing, uh, my main areas uh, for APM are the push API and the open metrics uh, wizard. And so for the push API, we're continuing to make um, just some minor additions here and there, ability to clone data sources. I think in this next release, we're also adding min-max aggregation. Um, for you know, just a little bit of a preview of what's coming. And then for the open metrics wizard, um, we're working on just finalizing all the different options we wanna have in the create flow for being able to you know, slice and dice those metrics um, based upon all the labels um, that come along with open metrics data and then work on the edit flow for those. Good question, Chris. Sure thing. Um, you were talking about the selected beta group for customers. Um, if, if, if any of our customers are listening and they want to join that beta group, uh, can they take advantage of that or is this beta group already closed? Uh, no, it is still open. Um, so any customers that are interested in all or any of the uh, features that are part of APM, you can just reach out to your, um, uh, your customer success manager or your account manager and they will get in touch with the product team uh, and um, see about getting you onboarded. Um, so, uh, we are, you know, we have quite a few customers, um, you know, a couple dozen at least that are using 
one or multiple um, of the features. And, but we are, you know, wanting to increase that number. So it, it's definitely not closed yet as far as that, uh, that limited availability goes um, is still open for anyone that's interested. Okay, great. And I would also like to point out um, if any of our listeners want to be a part of this beta group or other beta groups in the future, um, you can join our customer community, Mission Control. And it's basically a community where we reward our top customers for engaging in discussions, um, referrals, beta testing, stuff like that. Um, and what I'll do, I'll include the link to the um, sign up page for Mission Control as well as the link to the um, sign up page for the beta group as well for LMAPM. I'll include that in the episode description. What about unbalanced service detection? Could you give our listeners some an overview of that? For sure, yeah. So another area that I'm responsible for is, um, you know, internally, it's our LM intelligence track, which is really um, essentially all things AI ops in Logic Monitor. And, you know, one of the things that we wanted to add for services is do some anomaly detection or add a little AI ops there that can help um, our customers, especially on the early warning side of things. And so, you know, currently for services, you know, we have a solution for monitoring groups of nodes with the same functionality. And, you know, as our clients and companies are moving more towards auto-scalable and transient architectures, we want to, you know, continually be able to monitor these services and improve upon our monitoring. And one of the ways that uh, some, you know, additional insight we wanted to provide is to see if we could help customers determine if those nodes are being used effectively. And you know, want to be able to avoid unnecessary cost if there's underutilized nodes, and also you know alert you to a situation where um, those nodes may be completely unbalanced, which may point out to a potential issue uh, in the processing uh, or in the application itself. So we looked into this in kind of two ways. One was with uh, outlier detection, another one with just um, kind of overall balance. The balance, you can think of just load balancing, um, you know, where you'd like to have um, an equal kind of distribution of um, the processing, you know, or, or, you know, whatever it may, whatever that data point may be, should be equally distributed across all those instances of that data point. Um, and we investigated both of those approaches and um, outlier detection really isn't what we are looking for because you can have, you know, um, for instance, with say C CPU utilization, you could have a number of instances at 10% and a number of them say at 80%. Um, and if those are fairly equal, then there's not really an outlier, but you would consider that that service is unbalanced because the load is not being equally distributed across those instances. So what we've added is essentially an additional um, option for aggregation across all the data points. Um, you know, when you're uh, editing or creating a service and uh, adding those data points and you've got you know, various aggregations for uh, min, max, sum, mean, and uh, the you know, other checkboxes that uh, we've now included an unbalanced checkbox. And so what that will do is provide a percentage of how unbalanced um, all of the instances of that data point are. So the lower that percentage, the more balanced the, that aspect of the service is. 
Um, and then of course, you know, for any of those data points, you can then also enable um, dynamic thresholds and also have, you know, the anomaly detection or the, uh, the graph available that shows you that expected range. So what this essentially allows you to do then is um, create a metric to determine how balanced your services are. And then ideally, you know, enable dynamic thresholds on that, which will tell you when the service is behaving outside of its normal behavior. You know, maybe normal, normally it's balanced within 20%, and then that jumps up to, you know, a 40 or 50% unbalance. You could get a you know, notification or an alert on that, which may be an indicator that there's a problem, an underlying issue going on uh, with that service in general. And is this something that's available now to our customers? Um, is it already in their logic monitor instance, or is it something that they need to implement? No, for any customer that is making use of uh, LM Service Insights, this is part of LM Service Insights. So there's nothing else you need to do to make that available, um, except you know if you aren't already using uh, LM Service Insights or making use of services and Logic Monitor, then that is something uh, that you would need to add, um, add some services to, to your account or uh, speak to your CSM about um, um, getting that feature added to your portal. Great. Um, moving on to my next question, we have so much going on, um, as you just went over in terms of new releases, and it seems like this is just the beginning of what's to come. So can you give our listeners an idea of what to expect regarding the product roadmap um, relating to um, LMAPM or um, like the anomaly detection expansion uh, without giving too much away? Sure. Um, so along the lines of you know the the APM, we're going to be doing a full launch uh, later this year um, for traces and um, the push uh, metrics API, and for the open metrics uh, ingestion. And what's going to be coming for you know open metrics is that we're you know finalizing that create flow and then also working in the edit flow um, for editing those data sources since anyone that's using that currently. Um, you know, have to manually edit that data source. That's been a very effective approach because the um, we can essentially get around much of much of anything we need to do in the in the data sources. Some customers may be aware because they're, they're quite flexible. Um, but using that wizard should be the kind of the easy, quick path to create and uh, edit those data sources. So that's what we're working towards for that uh, for that launch later this year. Um, for the uh, for the push API, um, we're you know we're continually you know op uh, optimizing some of the performance on our side. We you know we make heavy use of the push API internally, as well for logs and for traces, um, for ingesting metrics from those services. And really, what we'd be looking for from the push API specifically is some additional feedback from customers on you know, their use of SDKs. We have a Python SDK that goes along with it, but you know, what additional um, language specific SDKs would you be looking for? Any additional convenience functions that would just make the use of the API easier or also you know, you know, potentially additions to the API that would be valuable for that update flow. Um, and then for uh, traces and spans, you know, that's, um, uh, continuing to be uh, developed and, you know, we're just kind of brand new for Logic Monitor. And, you know, just like with, you know, with logs, you know, we've added alerting and our uh, 
adding additional um, storage for logs and things like that. And so we're gonna be taking a similar approach with tracing, kind of releasing that uh, MVP functionality, get everything up and running, then continue to iterate uh, on the um, uh, features that are offered for uh, tracing. And then also for the hotel collector, um, which is new, we'll be looking then to build that out also to ingest uh, metrics and logs uh, in the future. On the AI ops side, um, the, um, there's kind of two factors uh, underneath that, which is kind of that uh, algorithmic you know, analysis, such as what the uh, unbalanced service detection goes, as well as um, as part of uh, my responsibilities, my goals is to help reduce that troubleshooting time. So um, we'll, uh, in our previous talk, you know, we talked about the, the header graph that we added to the alerts page for showing time series data and a tree map. And we'll be adding additional contextual tabs to show you know, logs for multiple alerts um, that have been filtered down. So essentially you've got a, a spike or an alert storm. You'll be able to then real quickly see some of the logs for those, something may jump out at you to, you know, point out like, oh, okay, I know what's going on here, or you know, or you can then jump directly to the logs page for further investigation, and then doing the same thing with graphs, uh, data point graphs of overlaying multiple data points across each other um, to see that you know kind of visual relationship, and then also with topology to be able to present you know what are the relationships between these resources that are uh, current and alert just to help with reducing that troubleshooting time and provide additional context there. And as our customers may have seen or that we made an announcement, we you know, acquired a company called Dexta. And uh, Dexta is gonna be helping us um, with um, uh, essentially uh, um, uh, alert grouping and uh, you know, uh, event management of in, you know, ingesting um, all of the data that we have and performing some analysis to find correlations between uh, some of those uh, alerts and notifications that we're sending out, both um, for how the notifications go out. And then we'll also um, in 2022, we'll be working further on um, expanding alert grouping capabilities within the product itself as well. That's great. It sounds like we have a lot of exciting things coming down the pipeline for our customers to look forward to. Um, just wanted to touch base on the release notes v155 one last time are there any other updates featured in the release notes worth mentioning to our listeners off the top of your head i know we kind of just focused on apm and anomaly detection um let's see yeah the the unbalanced service detection was one of the feature highlights and of course um along with uh, apm um as you may see in those highlights as well um there's a new property based topology source uh, support for air brake monitoring, which is uh, you know another company that we uh, acquired uh, earlier this year, and uh, essentially SaaS light monitoring. And then, as always, you know tons of updates to all of our modules, um, all of our logic modules for monitoring air brake, uh, Salesforce, and um, you know other uh, uh, other technologies and everything as well. And um, the one fifty six release should be coming out fairly soon. So check out those release notes because there's going to be some interesting highlights uh, there as well and some information of uh, what's more to come. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chris. 
Um, that's a wrap on this episode of Comparing Notes. Shout out to Chris for hopping on and walking us through all of the exciting things being released. If you want to stay up to date on your current Logic Monitor instance and get the why, how, and what's next, please hit that subscribe button so you'll be notified every time we put out a new episode. Thanks again to Chris, and thank you all for listening to Comparing Notes. See you all next time.